This episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by the Sunwolf label. They're putting out eclectic music from Winnipeg and beyond, and their next release is by Katie and the Wolves. It's an album called The Wild Unknown, drops March 22nd. Stay tuned to thesunwolflabel.com for more information about the great bands and releases they have coming up. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre. To find out what great shows they have coming up, please visit myparktheatre.com. I've been doing this podcast for a long time, but there's always room for something new on Witch Police Radio. This episode marks the first time I've interviewed an artist who has a stuffed animal as a band member. The artist in question, Lost as Found, is a solo project, if you don't include the stuffy, helmed by Dana Pond, a local indie folk singer-songwriter. Dana and her stuffed friend Pert sat down for a conversation about her introspective, emotional songwriting, about the role that the stuffed animal plays in her music, about her unorthodox approach to recording, and much more. It's a very interesting one from a very unusual artist, so stay tuned. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network. Okay, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am once again in the mall, um, my second home of the food court, and I'm here with someone who hasn't been on the show before. And one of the things that I like about doing this podcast, as long as I have, is that you know I'm interviewing multiple bands every week, and a lot of the time they're suggesting other artists I should talk to, and that's kind of how this came about. Uh, my friends in Project Constellation played a show with you, I guess it was a week or so ago. Uh, this was just on Saturday. Just yeah. on Saturday at the Dog Pound, right? And uh, they said, yeah, this is someone that I should talk to. So so that's how this sort of got set up, which is very cool. Um, and I guess maybe a good way to start is if you want to just introduce yourself and your friend here, <laughs> we can go from there. Okay, certainly. Uh, so my name is Dana Pond. I'm a 27-year-old pantheist lesbian from St. Anne, Manitoba. Okay. Uh, this is my best friend, Pert. She is a two-year-old BYB, TY Beanie Boo. Okay. Um, I can't... She's kind of my best friend. I bring her everywhere I go for social anxiety reasons. Okay, and um, okay. whenever I feel like uh, there's too much focus on me, I just deflect and start talking about okay. her. Um, yeah. It sounds like based on your, your bios and everything, that she's almost listed as part of the band, right? She's like a, a key component to the... Oh, she's she's definitely part of the band. Uh, she plays the flute. She's taking lessons. Okay. Um, that's actually worked into the show. Uh, it's $50 a week and the lessons are going great. Okay, okay. I imagine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and she she does the backup vocals and uh, solos. Okay, and, okay. Because we don't have a lead guitarist at the moment, right. so she just sings like la 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 la. <laughs> okay, well, it's definitely uh, a unique. I've never. I, I've been doing this for you know six years now, interviewing bands every week, and this is the first time a, a Beanie Boo has been part of a project. So it's you know something new every time, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose so. <laughs> so. Um, when I when I first you know was introduced to the idea that you know here's someone you should check out, I, I did some some research and I realized you you have a lot of rec- a lot of music that's been recorded now. You've been doing this for a while now. It wasn't just yeah. you know just some new singer who just showed up at a, at a show with my friend's band, right? Like you've actually been plugging away at this for quite some time. Yeah, um, I've been playing music pretty much my entire life, uh, writing songs for everyone that I ever dated and ever okay. fell in love with. Uh, that kind of ties in thematically to like what I sing about now. Um, 
I was in a band called Wafer Thin okay. uh, with my best friend from high school, and it was kind of like a flight of the Concords, Weird Al, Tenacious so D, the comedy Lonely element. And, yeah, 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 cool. Um, and we did satire and parodies and uh, just goofy original songs, like one called Porcupine Mudslide. Uh, okay. But he ended up moving to Brandon to study music and uh, get married. Okay. Um, so I kind of continued the music thing on my own. Okay, okay. And how long have you been doing it now, just just as yourself then? How long has this current project been around for? Uh, I would say that, like, Lost as Found has, it was a concept okay. for probably like six or seven years, and it's been uh, an active part of my life for the last two and a half, almost three years now. Okay. Well, what is the concept then? Maybe that's a good place to, to start. Like, what is the Lost as Found concept? Okay. Um, I basically wrote a song for everyone that I ever dated or fell in right, love okay, with, okay. and uh, I was seeing this girl who I was totally enamored with and I wrote her a song okay. um, and that's the When You're Gone because she was working out in BC Okay. and I sent it to her so that she could listen to it if she missed me because obviously I missed her um, and although she was appreciative she was like you write songs for everyone that you date like what makes this special <laughs> and um, I ended up writing another song after because we had broken up and I was trying to win her back and that was Stubborn Heart Okay. Um, and she was like that's really sweet. It is a little much. You really, you're really a drama queen. Right. Um, and then after we kind of broke, broke up for good, for good, because um, we had a lot of fights on and off. Um, I was like, I'm gonna write an entire album for her. Okay. Um, because I've never done that for anyone I ever. Like dated. for her to hear or about your relationship. For, with for her to okay. hear. Okay. Um, in the hopes that like somehow it would reach her ears. Okay. One day. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was time and eternity and all of those songs. That's just like. For her, okay. and she has no idea that it exists, and okay. uh, none of our friends are willing to tell her that it exists, or that we're still talking because she right. wants absolutely nothing to do with me. So, do you feel then that like it was effective getting that getting that out there anyway? Like, just I mean, even if she's never going to hear it, just the idea of putting kind of those emotions to to, to paper and recording them and everything. Or yeah, that's like the, um, what gave me the final push I needed. To, like okay. after I made that, and I just I did all of the artwork, I did the the pictures, the photo editing, the lyric sheets, and just like put out this whole album by myself. It's like wait, this is a thing I'm capable of. And right. then I was just kind of I got carried away with it. Uh, I had some time off work. And I just spent all of my free time getting all the emotions out of me. Cool. And just like I ended up coming out with four albums. So there's okay. Time and Eternity, Chaos and Order, uh, Odds and Ends, which is like a mini album, uh, Ouroboros, which is about eternal recurrence. Okay. Um, the snake eating itself. Yeah. yeah. The snake eating itself. Yeah. And then just a, a few random singles. Cool. And trying to tie it all together. The newest thing I'm working on is. Uh, the next album that's going to have like real production value okay. is called Lights Out. I'm going to like actually add all of the other tracks and what I hear in my head when okay. I play my music. And that one is um, what I put together into the Lights Out show. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. So that's like a self-contained performance, right? Like it's not, it's not just a series of songs, it's an actual... Like, based on what I was reading on your website, it sounds like it's a it's its own thing that is separate from what you're doing previously. Yeah, um, it's I was I was interested in Bo Burnham growing up, and he's kind of like my one of my heroes. And I love the Netflix specials What and Make Happy. Um, okay. Those were huge influences for me, and I kind of grew up on his music. I was a YouTuber around the same time that he was. Okay. Um, not nearly as popular. <laughs> right, right. Um, or I guess you wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my Lights Out show is like. Uh, fingers crossed for that Netflix special one day. Right, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where it's the, it's just, what is this place? What is this realm? How do we find meaning? If love is the point, then why does heartbreak hurt so much? There's okay. children nearby. <laughs> um, and how, how do we resolve that? How do we come to terms with the fact that we have to live here um, right. when it hurts so much? Okay. And how is that being presented? Like, I mean, it, it, 
is it? It sounds like it's different from just what you've been doing before, where you're, you're still writing about emotional issues and things, but you're doing sort of just recording albums yourself. What is the sort of format for this? Uh, this one, it's um, the theme. It's all the songs for this are thematically tied together, and um, it starts off with you know, uh, is is this hell? Is one of my songs, okay. and it's you know. Uh, I've, I've met angels, they have cracks in all their halos, is this hell? Um, I know it's how God planned it, but he gave me pain and I can't stand it, so is it hell? And then um, it kind of, that's the intro piece where like it's, there's just build up. Okay. Then Perk plays the flute, and okay. then we've got Welcome to the Sanctuary, which is like my, my kind of big opener, which is like, um, you know, they say life isn't over, they say love isn't sober, they say truth is in our eyes. Uh, yeah, it's just like, this is this is heaven. This is hell. It's both at the same time. Right. It's what we make of it, and there are a lot of people drinking away their problems. But like, if you just wake up and look at it, there are beautiful things here. Okay. And then, it kind of goes into depression, um, mental health problems. I collect mental health problems like Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. Like I have ADHD, BPD, uh, <laughs> major major depression, um, board, yeah, borderline personality disorder yeah. is like a big theme. So then it's like, when when you realize all of these things. You can't help but be depressed, even though there's an interconnectedness to all of it. It it hurts, and they try and medicate that away. Sure. And sure. that's my big song, Professor X, which is like the most popular out of all of my songs online right now. Okay. Um, which, is yeah. Um, and the end is like, the the lights out and stargazer, that kind of ties it all together. It's I know you're hurting, but there's someone out there who feels just like you do. Sure. Um, Are you hoping to? kind of perform this all as a single piece somewhere yep. like did yeah um that's what i did at the pyramid on the 18th okay. that was the lights out show that was like the debut of this performance oh, piece. Cool. Okay. um there's there's like written script in between the songs and how it's like it's very uh choreographed okay. down, almost to the minute and that's is what that I did just on, you and pert or do you have yep. a yeah okay. it's just me and pert at the moment okay. uh, working on new projects with a few other people and um there's also an, another album that i'm working on it's called uh losses found AFAF, anything for a friend, and okay. I'm working with a bunch of local artists to showcase Winnipeg music. Oh, cool! And cool. Um, just bands that I've listened to whose sound matches the the emotional tone for some of my music. It's like, sure. hey, can you play my compositions and bring your own life to it? Oh, and that's then we'll cool! Put yeah, it yeah. On this composition album, just from Winnipeg, you know, a love uh, who, letter. Who are you? Who's on there? Do you, like, can you announce that yet, or is that like secret? Or um, I can. <laughs> I don't know if it's a secret. Um, I don't want to spoil your, you know, your reveal of the, the artist on the project, but I mean, um, if you, uh... it's. I'm really hoping to get the guys from Playing Ghosts okay. to help me out. Okay. Um, they're good guys. They're probably they're, yeah. they're awesome guys. Yeah. Um, Trev fist bumped Kurt after our show. It was oh, yeah? adorable. Yeah. Uh, his daughters love Kurt. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. check out our Instagram. Uh, she's Kurt Pickles, and I think her Instagram is Princess Dot Kurt. Okay. Um, okay. Um, was I? The project you're doing with other artists. Yeah, Who are you? so, oh, so Planets Ghosts. Uh, my friend Ashley Sim, she's a competitive vocalist. Okay. I used to watch her when we were teenagers. Um, she sings like Emily Evanescence. Okay, um, okay. My friend Terry Fairman, who is an incredible rapper, she kind of blew me away. Um, so I was going to end cool. uh, some of the quieter songs, like uh, Lately Can't Get You. Um, we were going to sing those as duets. Okay. Um, Ashley was going to hammer out the power ballads. I wanted uh, the guys from Planets Ghost to do my more upbeat, poppy, punky sure, songs. Sure, sure, the team's um, up there, Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that doing Welcome to the Sanctuary and Lights Out with them, the opener and the finisher, would kind of tie it all together because they just they have so much energy. Yeah, they do, yeah, for and, sure. And um, one of my songs, there's a line, it's we're just ghosts in people clothes. Okay, so it fits the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping that that would be what got them on, on board with this idea. 
Um, I would really like to do something with Stacey James, but I know she's busy and has a lot of She's really projects. good too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had her on the show last year or two years ago. Yeah, really, really cool interview. She's, she's incredibly she's awesome, talented. yeah. Stubborn heart, and it feels I'm born to lose. You think I'm giving up on you, but I just put on my shoes. It's too late for me to call you, and I can't make this okay. I was counting every month we had, and I'm back to counting days. You'll see, I'm proud of all the things we've done, and all that we've achieved. We said we're over me, nightmare of my dreams. I'd still try to make it better. Another bandage on the wound I'm still sleeping in your hoodie Cause it smells like your perfume Now, got a stubborn heart Yes, I got a stubborn heart I've got a stubborn heart And it's just not letting go I'm afraid you'll grow to hate me Maybe we're better off alone but don't think for a second I don't love you just the same And my heart breaks every single time I read and write your name And I got a stubborn heart Yes, I got a stubborn heart You've got a stubborn heart, I know that it exists But while I wear mine on my sleeve You wear yours on your wrist and your tattoo says forget And I'm so scared that's what you'll do Cause the truth is I forgot myself It's the cost of loving you You've got a stubborn heart And I swear I've seen it shine So tell me how the light go out in yours When your name still burns in mine I'm still trying to be better Better person cause of you I'm still hoping that you'll call my name and I'll run back to you. And I got a stubborn heart. Yes, I got a stubborn heart. Heart and I swear I won't let go And with just a little patience I can wait till I grow old So don't think for a second That I don't love you just the same And my heart breaks every single time I can't even say your name And I got a stubborn heart Yes, I got a stubborn Uh, today is actually the anniversary. It's the 22nd anniversary of my father's suicide, okay, uh, well, which is yeah. why I wrote the song Professor X. Um, and it's like ever since the age of five, in an empty bed where my daddy died, they've been trying to medicate my pain. Is oh, wow. like the hook for that song. And um, after the chorus, there's line. It's but Tinkerbell she chooses Peter Pan. Um, so it's funny that I would come here to talk about that song yeah. uh, on the anniversary of my yeah. father's death, 
but today of all days, I saw a license plate that said Peter Pan. Oh, like cool. a vanity plate. That's kind of cool, yeah, I yeah. like, oh, well, that thematically ties into everything, yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a very weird coincidence, yeah. I don't believe You don't believe in coincidence? Okay, fair enough, yeah. So, did, I mean, does writing songs about obviously very seri serious, very affecting things that have happened in your life, does that, does it help you deal with them? Like, I mean, well, just getting it out there, or, or does it make it you more kind of, uh, give you more anxiety or nerves about it, just having to kind of put it out there publicly? Oh, it's so cathartic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess what I, what is it, Alexander Hitchcock? Alfred Hitchcock? Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. Way to go, Dana. Um, you got the first letter right, yeah. you got the uh, A. Yeah. Film, film is little slices of time. Um, right. I think that songs are little slices of time. And the whole Doctor Who, I mean, like, my name is Dana Amelia Pond. I saw that, yeah, yeah. Um, and in Doctor Who, when he's talking about uh, Clara, he says, uh, Clara suggests that, you know, some, like every story ever told happened, but yep. sometimes those stories are songs. Right. Okay. Um, so everyone that I've dated, um, I put those feelings in a song so that I don't have to feel it all the time. And if I ever want to visit how I felt for that person or what they meant to me, yeah. or just feel like they're around, because like all of my music is lo-fi, I record a song as soon as I write it to get just get it in there. Yeah, it's yeah. like a little time capsule, and then I don't have to feel it anymore. You can go back and listen yeah. to it if you want to, right? Or play it, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and then when I perform it, I just go back to that moment, and I bring the same energy to the song every time. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting way of, of thinking about songwriting, actually, just doing it that way, because I think a lot of people sort of use songs as a way to dwell on something, like the opposite almost, right? Because they, they, they use it to sort of stew in the emotions of that, but you're kind of doing the opposite by just letting it out and then keeping it there, right? Like putting it in song mode. It's it's almost a spiritual thing. I feel like there's this electric ball of anxiety in my stomach, like in my solar plexus, my yeah. solar chakra. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, I have a song. I got to get this out. It's almost like being sick and it's like spiritual vomit. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, yeah, I was I like, like I find the chords. It's like, okay, no, this is what it feels like. And I'll get some words in here. And it's like, oh, this is what I'm trying to say. And right. then I just follow my intuition. And then a song falls out. And it's like, oh, there we go. It's out of me now. So once you spiritually vomited it out, I like that term. Once you spiritually vomited it out, do you ever go back and change them? Or is it sort of as it was when it came out, that's the song? Um, they, they mature. Okay, sure, <laughs> they sure, mature, sure. Like, yeah. by and by. Yeah. Um, I, I do change bits and pieces. I round them out. I smooth out the edges. Um, it's kind of like vomiting out a ball of clay okay. uh, in the shape of a humanoid figure and then right. refining it to like better... Until art. it becomes a statue or whatever it is yeah. you're making. Sure, sure. Um, but once it's out of me, it's, it's out of me and that's the general shape that it keeps okay. for the rest okay. of its well, Fair existence. enough, yeah. Um, about your recording, I mean, you were saying it's very lo-fi, it's very kind of spur of the moment um, when you have the idea. Yeah. How were those four albums recorded? Because they, they do sound very lo-fi and I wasn't, wasn't sure if that was just uh, out of necessity or if it's an aesthetic thing or... Um, can it be both? It, can, it totally yeah. can, totally can, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I was recording on my laptop, okay. and then I was I ended up getting a phone. I told them that I do a lot of YouTubing, but audio quality is of the utmost importance. Sure. So I started using my phone, and then I just mastered the tracks in GarageBand. Okay, um, okay. Cool. Try and cut out the static and the, the background noise. Um, but I really like that indie lo-fi feel. It reminded me of, like, pirating... A pirating dashboard confessional deck captain PD Hawthorne Heights on, on LimeWire and listening okay, to them in, on yeah, like yeah. The, the little Logitech speakers in my bedroom. With the super tinny kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I wanted it to have that nostalgia that we all kind of, for at least anyone who would listen to my music, would probably have grown up with. Right, um, okay. With okay. the novelty of like, hey, new content. Sure, okay, fair enough, yeah. All right, and is that kind of what you want to keep doing? Is that lo-fi thing, or are you hoping oh, to... No. <laughs> no, you want to... <laughs> um, 
Because it sounds like you're, you know, your project that, you, that you're currently working on, it sounds very, like it has the potential to be a lot more lush and a lot more kind of filled out than yeah. just a tinny kind of bedroom recording, right? Um, I, I would say that all of my albums are, are concept albums at heart. Like right. they're just, um, well, they're, subject they're matter art, and art projects that um, an inspiring musician put together. They're not fully fledged. They're not, um, they're not signed. They're not like, they don't have the production value. Sure. It's, it's all heart and uh, composition. Okay, fair enough. Um, was like, I had a question and it just completely bounced out of my head, but I will remember it as I keep talking to Phil Space. I will remember what the question was. Oh yes, okay, those bands you mentioned earlier, the ones you were pirating on LimeWire. Yeah. Um, when I was looking at your website, you use the term indie rock to describe what you do. Yeah. And as a solo person, or you, solo and beanie boo, playing uh, acoustic music generally, I wouldn't have thought indie rock maybe as, as the genre to define it, but is that just based on what you're being influenced by musically? Is that sort of where you think that it fits, or...? Um, well, I hear all of the other music in my head that's sure. not coming out through the guitar. Sure, sure, I, yeah. I bring that presence to the stage, like, um, it's just a, a wall of sound. Um, I guess you could call it, like, indie folk, indie acoustic. Um, but are those more not not heavier, but those more like traditionally rock indie rock bands? What's inspiring it? Like, oh, and it's just being filtered through you and then coming out acoustically. Yeah, um, I, I don't know how you would classify bands like um, City and Color, Desperate Professional, Death Cab for Cutie, um, Metric, right? Um, Bright Eyes. Yeah, I guess those are indie rock. I mean, Placebo. some of them emo kind of uh, stuff going yeah. on there too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's emo indie with an acoustic guitar. Sure. Yeah, it fits. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what? Um, like you, you're you're original from Winnipeg, right? You're from Saint Anne, is that right? Um, it's like I said in the song Professor X. Like I lived in Winnipeg until shortly after my dad okay, died. And then you, um, okay, and moved out to Saint Anne, started over, and then moved back for school. Okay, so did you grow up at all with the Winnipeg music scene? Like, were you? Nope. No, so it's that's totally. So then, as as a performer, how do you feel the process has been to kind of fit into the music scene and get shows and get you know connections with other artists? Has it been a challenge because you're not sort of from that community originally? Because it can be very tight night here, and people all know each other for the past you know decade. They played in each other's bands and stuff. Is there any kind of like barrier to entry for you, or has it been pretty good? Um, I I feel like it's been pretty accessible. Everybody's really welcoming. Yeah. Um, I think people uh, Pert is endearing, and I think people like kind of want to know what she's about. She's a great conversation starter. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's she's eight with the kids. Yeah. No um, doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, getting involved was actually an accident. Okay. I had a dream where an angel taught me a song that was lights out. Um, I was with what, one of my ex-girlfriends. I woke up in the middle of the night, uh, or sorry, well, the middle of the afternoon. We were sleeping during the day, and I was like, I have to write a song. And she's okay. like, what? I was like, no, an angel taught me a song. So I was like, in my head, I'd, I was playing it on stage, ran to my laptop, typed out the lyrics, found the chords. I put a little chord chart down. I was like, now I have a song. And then I got uh, two emails, okay. and one was from Road to Indie Week, and they're like, hey, do you want to be part of this? And I was like, sure. Okay. And then I was on a stage two days later playing that very song. Oh, cool. Which was uh, like a weird It's a quick turnaround, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, was that where you played with Plain as Ghosts? Yes, okay. that's, that's where I met them. I met the guys from Twang Bomb. Right. Uh, Marlon is a fantastic guitarist. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, and I met the guys from Disraeli Dreamers. Yeah, the good um, guys too, yeah. yeah. Ryan Sorensen is actually, um, I I work with his dad. Oh, cool. I, I'm not legally allowed to say where, but sure, I work no, with his enough, dad, yeah. Vic, and we have a lot of laughs together. That guy's cynical and hilarious and so sarcastic. Cool. Um, 
yeah, and I made a lot of friends that night. I guess people, um, when you have a band covering you, it's easier to go on stage. Definitely. And when you write songs that are as emotionally wounded and yeah, yeah, as yeah, I yeah. do, and I just go up there and basically cry into a microphone for half an hour, <laughs> um, but confidently and sure, passionately, sure. Um, I guess people kind of respect that. They're like, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Right, yeah, well, it's difficult. It's difficult to perform solo anyway, let alone having that kind of stuff that you're singing about, right? Like that level of emotional depth, I, I guess, too. I, yeah, yeah. I think that um, just being that vulnerable, being that open, and just so kind of easygoing and, and humble about it all is like, I, I wasn't even supposed to be here. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, like, right. I just got an email, I showed up, I did my thing, and people were kind of like, I'm just self described down to earth. I don't know. Right, okay, okay. Yeah. It's written in her eyes. 
within the dark They say love Is a home within a heart They say truth Is two bodies touching eyes They say youth Is the master of disguise They say youth Is the master of disguise They say youth Is the master of disguise So, I have more questions about Pert, because, yes. I mean, you mentioned the flute stuff. Yeah. How, how does that work? How does that yes. work? <laughs> um, well, you know the, like, shit flute. Okay. I don't want to say that around the children. Yeah, yeah. The children. Um, uh, the girl from Time and Eternity. Um, I won't name her, because she wants absolutely nothing to do with me. Okay. She knows who she is, if she ever listens to this. Okay. Um, we would... We were pretty much inseparable. She was my best friend. Um, she was like the coolest person ever. She's my hero, my role model. And um, we came up with this idea of Pert, which is we owned an imaginary cat together. Okay. And it just kind of grew into its own thing where I'd start talking for the imaginary cat. And like in the voice was, of the cat? Or? Yeah. Okay. Good. And then it was like a role play where like I, I would say things as Pert and then she'd be like, that's not Pert. That's Dana. Pert's not mean. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, so Pert says her name backwards when she's angry. She's like, Trap and Trap. And okay. it's like, Pert, don't say that. Trap, Trap you. It's Pert, go to your room. Uh, so that was a thing. Okay. And, we, uh, and this, there was no physical Pert at this point? There right? was no physical Pert okay. at that point. Okay. Um, and we watched the, the shit flute, Titanic yep. theme song, okay. um, the night before she left town. And that was just a tied in emotionally to how I was feeling at the time okay. and um, every time I listen to it I cry okay. listening to the really listening bad the recorder okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it, it just reminds me of her and it reminds me of when she left Okay. Um, and then I went out to Edmonton after my uncle's best friend passed away and we were picking up their car because I guess they willed it to my mom okay. and we're driving back and in swift current I saw Pert sitting on the shelf of this the gas part. station this very okay. Um, and she, her eyes spoke to me because that's exactly what I imagined in my head. I had already been drawing comics of this Pert character, okay, like okay. Pert. Um, she's an ice cream salesman. She works okay. for Dickie D's. Uh, she doesn't understand the concept of money. She gives ice cream away for free. Um, she got fired, and she freaked out, and she did a desk flip. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And she's trap, 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 told off her boss, and she she ran away with the ice cream truck. So she just gives ice cream out to children, okay. um, a la Ron Weasley. Right. Um, um, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of like little pert memes that have become their own thing. Um, okay. But it, I had been drawing her for months. I saw this pert and and she looked she, like it. Like she looked like she the drawings. She looked yeah. like the drawings. Okay. It was okay. it was eerie. It was one of those I don't believe in coincidences. Right. Right. It was like this is my daughter. This is my best friend. Um, okay. I bought her then. Uh, we took a whole bunch of pictures together and I posted her online um, with the comics that I had drawn of her previously and it it had already been a thing um, and I ended up. Getting back together with the Time and Eternity Girl for a little while, and we had some time with her together, and okay. she got to meet her, and so like this is our daughter. Okay. Um, yeah, and so I got her like I have a pen vape that looks like a recorder, and she holds it on stage, oh, okay. and okay. Um, then I play the Titanic theme song at the beginning of the Lights Out show. Just like off a laptop or something, or uh, off my phone. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, and, and that's Pert playing the Yeah, that's hey, Pert got playing it, got it. it, and then I come there and I'll sing along with her. Okay. To okay. up until the chorus, and then I like. <laughs> 
yeah. and a, you know, the neck gesture, like, kill the noise, kill yeah, the yeah, yeah, Like, sure. everyone give it up for Pert, and everyone's very supportive. Um, they're like, we love you, Pert! Is it, um, is it always good reactions? Because, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a bit of a weird thing, right? People are going to be like, what, what is this, what is this uh, cat doing with a big <laughs> right? It's got to be a little unnerving for some people to just, what? Like, yeah, um, it's, I don't want to say it's a gimmick, because she's real to me. Right, like, okay. Um, I, she has come to life through the magic of love and tears. Um, she's where I put all of my hopes, dreams, and innocence. She knows all of my secrets. Um, she licks up my tears when I cry. Okay. Um, I cuddle her every night, um, except for when I'm drinking, because I don't want to be drunk around my daughter. Uh, my mom babysits her. That's a real thing. Okay, okay. Um, how do... Sorry. No, it's okay. Would, um, would this musical project exist without her? Like, is she integral to the to what Lost has found? Like, is it... Um, as it stands now... Yes, she is. Okay. She is half the band. Um, okay. It's it's her. Um, the first album was for the Time and Eternity Girl, um, but Pert's on the cover of Chaos and Order. Right, like I think I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. They drew us together. It's uh, me and her, and she's been a part of it ever since. Um, people are really receptive to her when I bring her on stage. Like I'm sure people look at her and they're like, "What is this yeah, about? Yeah. Why is there a cat sitting on stage?" And like she's under the spotlight, right? Okay. And okay. just like that's how it opens. You just like this stuffed animal on on a on a bar stool okay. um, with a, with a vape pen, just by yourself, like without you there. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. And then the Titanic theme song comes on, and people are like, "What is this?" Yeah. And then, um, as the music is like starting to play before the recorder starts, I just I'll, I walk onto the side of the stage. I'm like, Every "Hi, everybody. My name is Dana Pond. This is my best friend Pert. She's a two-year-old Ty Beanie Baby, um, and together we are lost as found." Uh, Pert's been taking recorder lessons, so I would just like to um, open the show with um, okay. her a preview of her abilities. Got it, Everybody got it. give it up for Pert, and then they cheer, and then the shit flute starts, and I make people endure it. Okay. <laughs> I just like, okay. let them sit there. For, I, like, I walk off stage and just leave and just her leave there. leave it playing, yeah. Yeah, and people are just kind of like, as the recorder is so, like, yeah, it's bad, on right? a chalkboard <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad, yeah. Uh, like, fork on a plate. Uh, and they're like, what is what is this? Yeah. And it's the whole point is like I need to get their attention because your attention is a very valuable thing. Sure. And it's like I Well that'll work. For the that, next, that'll yeah, totally work. The yeah. next forty five minutes, like it's just me and you guys and I need you to be here with me, be present. Like, okay. I need everyone in the room and that's kind of like jostles people. Like you can't be in a crowded bar and then have it go dead silent and start hearing like the Titanic yeah. being played very poorly. And then everyone watching a cat with a spotlight on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then I walk on stage while people are puzzled and I start singing the chorus okay. with her and then I like make the gesture to kill the sound and then I reintroduce everybody. It's like give it up for Purr. Oh, and then you get, and get it's the like fifty dollars a lesson, that's great, right? <laughs> Talking through my teeth. Yeah. And it's like, no, uh, actually like my name's Dana Pond. The rest of the show is not quite on that note and I go into say like, you know, we're going to be talking about some really heavy themes here, like yeah. um, addiction, depression, uh, dealing with suicide, grief, mm -hmm. and loss, um, and, you know, uh, I guess not so much spirituality, but meaning and philosophy. What, sure. is, what is this place? What is the point? What is love? And, and does this maybe kind of just lighten it a bit? Yeah. Just having, having the stuffed animal there, like, to make it sort of... Yeah, and I guess the shitty flute too, right? It, yeah. it helps with yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it um, it makes it more digestible, more palatable. More, sure. Because um, I talk about some really screwed up and sad things. Um, there's a lot of anger, resentment, and grief, and guilt, and shame, and pain in these yeah. songs. And to suddenly like have a line where it's um, yeah, like ever since the age of five in an empty bedroom, my daddy died. They've been trying to medicate my pain, and then you have Pert come in with a. Right. Right, right. 
yeah. just like the stark contrast between totally. such happy, pure, innocent, loving little childish lalas and, and the, the really the dark, heavy, sad, heavy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it balances it out and um, kind of makes it a more well-rounded meal of a, okay. an experience. Okay. Well, that's it's definitely unique. I think. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen that at a show before. So it's uh, it's cool. It's something different for sure. Since the age of five in an empty bed from my daddy died They've been trying to medicate my Pack a bag and buckle up We're moving out of town for love Don't cause trouble, I know you're insane I've got empathy as deep as sees My poems dance along the breeze Art, they see BPD. And she pulls together great expressions, oh, from the wells of her depression. All along, it was anxiety. And don't you know that they got pills for that? Don't you know that my gifts are bad? Drugs, they turn to sex My girl's waiting for Professor X To tell her that she's special That she's loved They'll educate, medicate They'll take all of your gifts away And solve your problems with a couple's hands Tinkerbell, she chooses Peter When her broken family broke her dreams They lost their home, she started losing sleep Pack her bag and buckle up Says she don't believe in love Cause losing dad made it hard to trust Emotions soaring on the scenes She loves with creativity She writes them songs, they write her off it did it start at 25 She was cutting class and now she's cutting lines And I don't mean lines as in cutting lines Is she cutting lines cause her wrists look fine Don't you know that they got pills for that? Don't you know that my gifts are that bad? They'll turn to drugs, they'll turn to sex my girl's waiting for Professor X To tell her that she's special That she's loved They'll educate and they'll medicate Yeah, take all of your gifts away And solve your problems with a couple's hands Tinkerbell, she chooses Peter Since the age of five in an empty bed where my daddy died I've been trying to medicate my pain 
Um, do you have anything coming up show-wise? Or, uh, yeah, in the next few months, anything planned? Um, I'm still waiting for my afternoon to get back to me with another booking. I'm um, okay. probably going to be playing the Pyramid again, uh, likely in April or May. Okay, it cool. depends on when I hear. Um, Project Constellation is coming back yep. on March 16th. They're going to be playing Sam's Place. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, they invited me to play. Like they want to do. I would love to do more shows with them. They want to do more shows with me. Yeah, it's, cool. Uh, just we work really well together in over the course of an evening. Um, and I have a thing on the 16th, but I'd like to try and make it cool. and be a part of that. So okay. You might see me there. And if um, people are hearing about you for the first time and hearing about Bert for the first time, what is the best thing for them to do to find find, like find you online, hear your music? Uh, yeah, what's the best option there? Um, Got to do it in air quotes because uh, the Google Al Gore rhythm, because <laughs> he invented, Al Gore invented, right, the, invented internet. the internet. Right, he invented the internet, yeah, yeah, a series <laughs> of tubes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you have to do quotes, lost as found. Right, because it'll um, go lost and found. Yeah, you'll, you'll I, find I, I, tried, I tried that, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we have SoundCloud, we have Bandcamp, um, I have a, like, we have a proprietary website, um, just like Dana Pond, performance artist, lost as found, um, that's on Wix, okay. so I think it's www.wix.lostasfound.com, maybe. I'll link to some of the stuff in the yeah. notes of the show, too, um, so. Uh, we have an Instagram, which is Lost as Found Band. Uh, Pert has an Instagram, which is um, princess.pert, okay. and if it's not that, it's xprincess.pertx. Um, yeah, we have a band email, lostisfoundband at gmail.com for bookings and contact information, okay. um, answering questions, and do the we have X, a Facebook page. Do the X's around Pert's name mean that she's straight edge? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the whole lost is found name. I was in a band when I was thirteen with uh, these guys from what's that town called? Um, I don't even remember the name of the town, but okay. it's outside of Saint Anne Landmark. Landmark. Okay. Two guys from Landmark. We're in a screamo rock cover band okay. uh, doing Under Oath and Billy Talent songs and some Hawthorne Heights. And we, my friend was like, let's call ourselves uh, ten, My Ten Story Scooter. And then another one was like, uh, no, Lost is Found. That sounds emo enough. It does sound and emo, then, yeah. And um, yeah. we stopped being a band because none of us had any talent. Right, <laughs> right. And uh, I kept the name, so okay. you can't okay. have it back, you guys. Cool. <laughs> it's mine now. And then you have the four the four albums on Bandcamp on SoundCloud? Um, we've got the two albums on Bandcamp, two albums uh, which on are um, like Time and Eternity and Chaos and Order. And yeah. then I just published the Lights Out EP, which is kind of a demo. Um, I want the production value in studio quality recording, so I would never feel comfortable putting out what I have sure, right now. Sure, sure. Um, but it's in the works, and Good. that is going to be, like, the single best album that yeah. I ever put out. And then um, you did the UMFM session too, right? Yeah, the UMFM sessions. And then on SoundCloud, um, the Bandcamp has good quality recordings, and it's it's a full package. You get the bonus tracks, you get the, the deal. Yeah. When, you, when you buy the actual MP3s of the songs, um, you can download the, what is it, AIFF, like full... The high-quality files. The high-quality files. Yeah. Um, you get those on Bandcamp, um, and those are the better mastered recordings that I did in GarageBand. Everything on SoundCloud is the the concept recordings when the songs came to me. Okay. Um, when they, you spiritually still, vomited them out. Yeah. yeah okay. And then I put them in the same order that they are in on the album. So okay. you've got... Um, like the concept version of Time and Eternity, concept of Chaos and Order, Odds and Ends, um, Ouroboros, and a few of my singles. Um, but the quality is is dampened to encourage yeah. people to support local music by buying tracks on Bandcamp. So actually but also, there, like, yeah, yeah. this is a labor of love. I want people to know what I'm doing. So I post it on, it's, it's all available for free. Um, I'm not rich enough to do that, but it kind of, that's my political and 
values. Well, it's a way to get it out there, right? I mean, yeah. people can hear it, and if they do like it, hopefully they, they go ahead and buy it and support yeah. and everything. So Cool. Okay, well, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, including the Projects of Constellation, they've been on twice. Uh, Country Steve, I think, played that show too, right? That guy is brilliant. He's, he's been on it a few times. Uh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's 350-some episodes, so there's lots of stuff to go through. Uh, you can go to witchpolice.com, dig through the archives if you feel like it. Uh, we're on all the social media like a witch police, nine times out of ten you can find the show. Uh, and then tune in on Sundays at midnight on UMFM to hear older episodes. So it's, what, February now? This might not air till spring sometime or the summer. But it's cool because it's, you know, it's always been available online once it comes out, but it just kind of gives an extra boost to the artist who's on the show that week. And, yeah, and pert, pert! And pert as well, yes, yes. Right on, okay, awesome. Well, thanks for talking to me. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Thinking that I miss your smile And I don't think coming home again Miss bed and shed a little tear Everything's changing and you're still not here I don't think coming home again Crying on the phone, got her in her blues And the front door's empty and I miss your shoes Something coming home again. You're still missing that I need you here. Sweet little voice and whisper here. I'm too lonely, I could disappear. When you're gone, well, there's nothing left to lose. The lights seem faded, and I'm so frustrated. Oh, what am I to do? When you're gone There's an emptiness around Silence hanging in the air And it amplifies the sound When you're gone When you're gone Haven't been around in a little while Taking out your picture just to see a smile And I'm so faded that it feels like home again Just a couple days but it's taken a year I keep counting and you're still not here I wish my baby was coming home again Crying on the phone, got a winner blues But you just won't answer cause it hurts you too Love's not a game, but I feel we're born to lose You're still missing and I need you here Sweet little voice and a whisper ear I'm so lonely I could disappear, it's true When you're gone Well, there's nothing left to lose Life seem faded and so frustrated, oh, what? To do. When you're gone, there's this emptiness around, a silence hanging in the air, and it amplifies the sound when you're gone. Ooh.
There's nothing left to lose The lights seem faded and I'm so frustrated What am I to do when you're gone? There's an emptiness around The silence hanging in the air